Welcome back everybody to another season of the MedShield Movement Connect show with me, Dr. Fez. Now, we survived 2021. Um, 2022 looks hopeful, kind of knock on some sort of wood, but I feel like it's going to go quite well. And we're starting it off with a blitz, with a bang, with picks, with um, arguably one of the fastest bowlers in the world, a winner of a Cricketer of the Year award, um, somebody who has come back from so many things but has come back stronger who's mentally focused part of the pace pack i could go on and on but we have the one the only andre noch here get ready to know what you don't know about being body brilliant this is the med shield movement connect show where we connect the dots between fitness health wellness nutrition and of course you Hosted by me, Dr. Fezim Kize, and a special guest that we have every month sharing knowledge, insights, and groundbreaking tips on how to get fitter, be stronger, and live healthier. Turn up the volume and listen close. Today, you amplify. It's the MedShield Movement Connect show. Let's go. And he is right here. Andrik, thank you so much for sitting with us, brother. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's really nice to be here, meet you guys. Yeah, well, I mean, I want to know, how's the rehab been going? Because we all yeah. are excited to see you. <laughs> Leg in the air, doing some Pilates and some, some proper core and, and hip mm. and all of the stability and mobility that we can. So it's going on nicely. Um, hopefully I can get on the park soon. And <laughs> you deserve to be i mean everybody at home knows what a prolific bowler you are um and for me somebody who's able to hit over 150 k's per hour is just a unicorn because i had my experience as a cricketer <clears throat> I, was, I was i mean I was, I was fast i was fast like 110 110 <laughs> couldn't quite crack it into uh, you were close you were close thank you and i always like this because these little sound bites i send to my mother and she knows that at least sportsmen think that i was worth something yeah it wasn't a waste it wasn't a waste yeah if you I, i'm sure if you just kept on you would have you would have been 140 150 yeah, at I'd least decided to go to medicine but we are with you who is an incredible athlete could you just tell me because we always try to connect the dots with everybody at home when was it that you realized you wanted to go into cricket i've always sort of played cricket from from a very young age so it's it was generally it was indoor cricket and then obviously primary school played a bit of cricket always bowled the did the fast roll never tried spin or anything else so probably should have it's a lot easier it seems like yeah. um but you're always done fast bowling so it's just sort of been natural and then sort of just build it on from that since a young age mm -hmm. so it's not like it started at a, at a late age um luckily i suppose didn't play too much as a kid yeah. so sort of there was always cricket played backyard cricket but never too much i think you get that as a lot as well so i could always just sort of build on from that and any other sports? improve the action yeah i did started off with chess oh! and cricket i mean chess and cricket. not just a pretty wow. face yeah um, <laughs> yeah so that was that was very very young and then from there on tried a bit of tennis but um rugby was the winter sport so then i finished probably just before matric uh, i stopped playing rugby yeah, yeah. What, which I position we're looking fly half we're looking scrummy. i was quite all over in the in the back line there okay. was a bit of fly off there was a bit of center and then i ended up on on fullback so a couple of games rainy games still had the white pants um <laughs> so basically he was fast in all regards you couldn't catch him uh, the, you couldn't do anything just smart <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah. and I love this because every time I speak to somebody, especially within our country, we don't just have one code. We have people who have multiple codes. Mm. I mean, we've had Andila sitting here, and he <laughs> talked about how he kind of like talky, and then there was the cricket element. I think for me, I find that those are the, the athletes that really have a feel for sports because they're yeah. able to kind of get that rhythm. Would you? I do agree. I, I, Different countries, it probably works different. You get countries like India where I think predominantly it's cricket mm. and you've got, a, you've got a lot of cricketers there mm. and a lot of good cricketers. So it does work a bit differently, but I do think in South Africa we've got a lot of guys who, who generally play summer in a winter sport and everyone does something different, maybe change up or does two sports in a, in a season. So um, also a firm belief of not just training for one thing you get mm -hmm. some different skills and different like like you say Andile yeah. doing uh, hockey and yeah. get the ball skills and the ball sense and the and and everything from that so um that's why they are what they are at this today it's mm -hmm. not just because of cricket um mm -hmm. you get trained a certain way and generally the guys who can improvise can do a bit more yeah definitely yeah. i mean you are somebody who is amazing when it comes to improvising <laughs> but take me Back to Utenach, Utenhaeg. Yes, there we go. Utenach, there we go. <laughs> when you have to make that decision, okay, you've been playing rugby for such a long time and clearly you must have liked it unless mm. dad or somebody was telling you, you need to do it. Did you love it? <laughs> yeah, my mom told me to stop. Okay. I broke my collarbone. But, um, yeah, it just made more sense to play cricket. I wasn't mm. the biggest guy, probably just a little bit smaller than now, so not yeah. um, compared to some of the guys from the farm and, and yeah, from the course. surrounding areas it was quite a bit bigger than you <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah it, it, it just made more sense i think there was a bit more potential in in cricket than than with rugby yeah. and then of course you go into cricket and you are somebody who went and studied further mm. um was it that you wanted that to fall back on or what was it that informed you to kind of go and yeah i think always there was always a lot of talk i think there was in general there was there's been a big change in 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 sort of um, semi-professional sport where a lot of emphasis has been placed on education mm. I also wanted to do a degree yeah. and whatever it was so uh, started off a bit slow we had um, we had our academy during during um, sort of the year so yeah. straight through the year so it was a bit difficult doing full-time study so you did you did probably part-time sure. um, and yeah, that, I found that difficult. And then, but you know, also going into English from Afrikaans school, doing exactly the same in business management, but it was in English, so it was like completely different. Um, but yeah, so just build on that and, and also got an injury and then sort of put my focus into, into the studies and, and then eventually finished my financial planning. And then mm. luckily there was one or two teachers who was accommodating, yes, am, am I saying that right? Accommod yeah. Accommodating, yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, so they did help me a little bit just then. I couldn't always make classes um, later on once we started playing a bit more. And yeah, luckily in 2017 I got that, so I finished off. Um, I haven't done any studies since. I'm not <laughs> sure if I'm going to, I probably need to go back, but or need to do something else, but not for now. You have it in the back pocket, and that's the most <laughs> important thing. But yeah. I love that you, you did that because, and it is a show that tries to connect everything for everybody at yeah. home. And people who watch often wonder how people balance that. And you haven't yet stepped on the international stage. You're still a student, which mm. has its own responsibilities. You have to then also be an athlete at the same time. How do you actually structure your day when that comes about? Are you waking up extra early, yeah. sleeping extra late? Or? Yeah, like I said, it, back then it was a bit different. At this stage now, it's, it's a bit easier where a lot of emphasis is put on the study. So 
your classes come first and then when you do get time you go to training and you go maybe hit balls bowl balls or you do your gym work yeah. i'd like to do my stuff on my own and then when the team is training just join them where where back then it was more the other way around it was this is the times we have to be at the academy and then mm -hmm. you have to go to varsity afterwards, afterwards or you yeah. go to a late uh, evening class or something and then you just never get there so <laughs> um <laughs> so yeah it, it it was difficult but you have to try and find a balance at the end of the day so eventually i think once you get into a groove of this is how it works this is the times this is it then you just find a way you yeah. try and make a plan to get to the gym either six seven in the morning or at four or five in the evening or yeah. afternoon and then yeah just work around it. it it isn't too difficult there's always a, probably i suppose a, a way to do it it's just about getting into that groove and finding a way sometimes it is difficult when you're on tour but you can't do anything about that then you just have to study at home I mean, I love how chilled you are about it. I'm thinking about my time in med school and I was also trying to do other stuff to get a bit of money. I just felt like I was stretched so thin, yeah, alone, kind of performing at the way you were performing, having to train to perform in that way. I feel like it's impressive. Um, yeah, I didn't do meds, but <laughs> maybe that's the it's reason the same why. thing, like maybe financial plan. It's all the same. It's all the body, so money. Yeah, I can't really say, but... Um, no, it was tough. It was yeah. tough. At the start, uh, like I said, going into English as well, it was mm. tough. Uh, but then eventually, you just get used to it and you find a way to hustle. No, listen, med school also, when you go there, it does seem like it's not English, Latin. So, I, mean, <laughs> I feel you. I feel you on that language thing. But now you can take me to March 2019, right? Mm. That's the big debut you now protein. How did that transition work because there must have been pressure there must have been just that build-up to finally be able to step onto that stage internationally what's the difference in terms of mindset when you there yeah it was to me it was a long build-up um it's actually started in the december mm. where we played our local league which was the mzanzi yeah. t20 league and started talking with the team manager and the team but I had an injury at that time, which I had to get it up for, just a small bone to remove. So the build-up was small there. Small bone to remove? Yeah, it was just a loose, small bone in the foot or the ankle. Nice. Um, loose, small bone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the best way I can explain it, to be honest. I'll get you this the is medical. that rugby mentality. It's like, ah, oh, it's a small bone, loose. I'll move yeah, it. so yeah. I, I was playing with it. I was on quite a couple of painkillers every game. So I couldn't, they, they didn't want me to sort of go on like that and perhaps go into an international game like that being sort of injured so yeah I, I had to go get the op get it removed and then eventually in March after a couple of games playing domestically again I got the opportunity so nice. it was a long build-up but then eventually when you got there it was it was it was real it was you there now I remember, <laughs> I'll never forget um I saw guys walking out singing the national anthem. We were doing the national anthem and I was the only one eventually with the shades on. I don't even know. Um, so I was standing there singing because you the lady with my glasses. Now, now you guys know. Don't judge him. Don't cancel him. It wasn't know. on purpose. <laughs> I did not know. So yeah, there was obviously before you go out to bowl, legs felt heavy. Um, yeah, there was all the normal things, I suppose. Nerves, it was yeah. there. All the normal nerves was there, and then slowly but surely you start getting used to it. You start like you still have it, but you find a rhythm, you find a way to go about things, and and then it just it gets a bit easier. It's never it's never never really goes away, but it it just gets easier, and you understand how to deal with it. Of course, and I mean for you, I feel like, and as I said before, he's won multiple awards, but kind of that 
cricket's over there, that must have been such an achievement when you actually mm. got it. And how did that feel? Because you've been building up all these years, you've been putting in the work. When you get that award, is it like, now, okay, I need to be a certain way? Are you still hitting the same amount of effort? Are you different, doing things differently to try change it up? What's changing there? Yeah, to be honest, it never really felt real because we were on a flight on our way to, I think, West Indies mm -hmm. when the awards was on. Yeah. So yeah. just saw a message that, <laughs> and you can't be there. So got the trophy, but um, so I don't know. But yeah, there probably, I suppose, there's maybe a bit of extra pressure that comes with it, but uh, it's not something you think of. For me, it's not something I think of. It's not something I even when someone asks me about it, after you think, okay, yeah, it actually did happen. Um, so it's not really something that's in my mind. It's, it's just about every day, about, about the focus, about the next ball, uh, try and break it down as simple as possible. I like to be simple. I don't like to, to overcomplicate things. So once you start thinking way, way ahead or what people expect from you, that's when you can start getting confused and yeah, it's just too much sort of your mind gets clogged up so i just like to keep it as simple as possible not worry and think about too much i mean i feel bad now because you couldn't do the classic i'd like to thank my mom <laughs> first, first god but i mean speaking about that who have been the people that have kind of rooted you in and have kept you grounded i mean you're wearing a ring of course you come from mutant egg and the people who i know who are from there are very grounded in, in family and kind of believe in being able to appreciate the things around you what are some of the elements that ground you and keep you with your feet on the ground, I guess, yeah? Yeah, it is. It been 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 with my wife for now. She's gonna yeah, don't you Just need show to the cut ring, you need to yeah, show the <laughs> ring. <laughs> We've been together for long, let's put it that way. I think since grade ten, mm. grade nine, grade ten, which is for me that's twenty ten. Yeah. So that's about twelve years now, almost twelve <coughs> years. Eleven I mean, years. Um so yeah, we've been we've been we've been together for a long time, obviously having the family around all the time. Yeah. Um never I've always been in peace, so it's it's always been easy to go to the family or to go to my parents or saying family, my parents, my brother and sisters overseas. So to go to them, speak to them if there's anything coming up. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I'm, like I said, I'm quite simple. Um, don't like to overthink things. So don't, I don't think I complicate things. It's either I'm on the, I'm playing, I'm playing fit or I'm not, or I need to do my rehab. Yeah, so yeah. it's sort of simple in that way, but definitely having family around, having my wife around now, um, just being at home at this stage as well um it's mm. just nice to to sort of feel normal have good conversations speak about things coming up and yeah i just sort of try and try and un unravel things and and yeah i just yeah i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i mean it seems keep, and i love it, i love yeah. i love that you're saying it so simply because sometimes people want these complex things in terms of, oh, I then meditate for like two hours and then after that I go and I write down in a mm. journal for like 10 hours and then I go and I stretch. And, but I find that the simplicity with a lot of athletes, high performing athletes like yourself, tend to be quite good because it's easily repeated in mm. different settings because you guys are always traveling and you are able to fall back on that when things get tough as they have, and you've described yeah. a lot of injuries. I mean, he's like, oh, the collar, you know, I broke that in rugby, it wasn't great. There was a bone, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the hip rehab's going okay. How 
do you approach an injury? Because you're somebody who has been injured a number of times, but you bounce back and are able to perform at a high level again, which isn't always the case. Generally, it's just about, to me, trying to get back on, onto the park and once again, not overcomplicated. You have to do your rehab, you have to do the simple basic things. And then, I don't know, it's probably, <laughs> probably just my mentality, but always try and be, always try and be stronger when I get back. Try and, try and when they tell you do 10 push-ups, try and do 11 push-ups. Or, I mean, just a simple example, but just to, to try and be ready and, and, and sort of be on par when you get back. It's, um, but it's also about trust in the body. You have to understand and, and know what you're doing, why you're doing what you're doing. And then when you do get on the park, you just have to trust it because it is, and I've seen it in, in other players as well, it can be quite a, a, a big mental challenge. Mm. Um, not backing the body, scared of something happening again. And once, once that happens, it, it just, especially as a bowler, it, it, it breaks you down or it brings you down. Um, it slows down the whole process, probably takes you maybe a month, two months to actually trust your body and then you've maybe put in a couple of bad performances. So you have to, you have to trust the body since the, until when you know you're ready, you have to go. Um, I think that's also been where well, I've been fortunate to have that. Once everything's right, you sort of forget and just focus on the, on the next challenge. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, yeah there's, there's not much. You can't overthink it. I think that's when you get into a bad space. That's when you start doing your probably your 10-hour writing mm. of um, I need to do this, I need to change this. You overthink things. Where rather just try and focus on being ready, getting back and take it from there. Take it, just take it step by step, week by week. How, and for me, uh, the spiritual and the mental element has become such a highlighted thing when it comes to just performance, not just on a pitch or an athlete. It's in just corporate everywhere. Mm. What is it that gives you that, that mental strength and also allows you to just break away? Is it, is it your faith? Is it reading? Where do you get that from? It's been tough. It's been tough. I've, I've had, with the national team, I've had a, a what was it, uh, call it a year. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe, obviously, a bit less, but maybe half a year where it was normal circumstances. Now it's COVID. It's, we live in a bubble. Yeah. Um, so, not to put it on any sport, but I haven't heard of any other sport that's done as much as cricket, where live in a bubble for three or for um, one month, mm. you go on a charter, you go to another bubble, or stuff like that. So, yeah, it, it's been tough. You have to do an extra week somewhere. Yeah. You get back, you have to sort of be wary of what you do, what, and then before you fly, you have to do, I don't know, another three tests before you go. So... Um, that part of it has been tough. Um, I think it's not just myself, but it's everyone who's been involved in cricket. Um, I think it's been spoken out about the mental side of it and it's not sustainable. Um, not that I'm the expert, but to live on a, on a, on a, in a room and in a hotel floor, not being able to go out there, but you can go out the back door because, um, yeah, so it, it obviously not ideal. And I, I think you've seen a lot of guys retire as well mm. um i know dale said it i think he said it it's because of bubbles and and yeah. the way you live um and you there's a couple of guys also who i thought might have retired a bit early now recently and uh, yeah it's just it's difficult to to live like that so and he loved um, the outdoors yeah yeah most of south africans yeah. just do like the outdoors so it is tough um 
but you just have to find something. I think um, obviously having faith in which what everyone believes in, each to their own, and um, sort of putting your faith in something or someone, um, having a, a core group, and obviously getting along with the guys in the in the team is is quite important as well. Um, you're not going to be best friends with everyone, but to sort of have a chat, get along with someone, um, yeah, it makes it makes it to a bit shorter, sure. uh, especially during the times now. Yeah, I mean, I was going to ask him who doesn't he get along with, but <laughs> I know he gets along with everybody. Very good energy, um, just coming from you, and I think for me that that tells me that your rehab is probably going to go quite well. I always find that when I do have kind of patients and people who've been injured. The mental thing is such a big part of it because um, you have to get up and do a certain amount of work mm. but if you don't feel like you'll come out of it quick then it almost feels like those people don't put as much effort so i feel like he's gonna be back on the pitch very soon but <laughs> so. before we round it up this is where it gets rapid fire mm. right here i generally ask all my guests uh a question uh to see there we go now he's sitting up he's ready he's upright. This. yes Let's do this. Uh, so it can trend and then people can question why he said it. Three names. And I want these three people who have had the greatest influence on you. Your top three cricketers who affected you. And maybe we can call them the greatest of all times, but I mean the greatest for you. So we're talking about cricketers. Cricketers. Been, uh... Not just bowlers, we the cricketers. Because yeah. I feel like the bowlers like to just pick their bowlers. Cricketers that you feel. Are your top three? Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, like I've said earlier, my my role model has always been Dale Dale Stane. Um, I've enjoyed the energy and what he brings to cricket, and what yeah. So That's number two, yeah, no number way. two, I suppose, because of the pure pace, uh, Brett Lee. Um, I've always enjoyed pace, and uh, I, I have to pick card, bowlers. By the way, I had his card. Like oh, I had it as a collectible. Tonight. Yeah. He's so good-looking guy as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you said that, um, and then. Number three is difficult. Um, there's a lot of guys that sort of pops up. I think mm -hmm. also Express Pace and thinking about it when I was growing up, Alan Donald. Um, we forgive you, uh, Alan. You're great. <laughs> we forgive you for that little mashup. So yeah, so that's probably the, 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 top, the, three. the top three. Bowlers, I'm not going to huh? pick a batsman. Ah, no, that's what I'm saying, bowlers. Couldn't even go all around. as well. I mean, they could, well, they, they could, they could, well, but so. they were very prolific bowlers. You know? <laughs> but thank you so much. Um, it's been enlightening. I think you are somebody who has so much more to give to us. Uh, you've had, uh, I can only say a tear away when it comes to your career, but you're also somebody who feels very grounded and seems like somebody who also has a good head on your shoulders. It's that degree, guys. Uh, getting a degree <laughs> clearly helps you to make good decisions. Financial planning. <laughs> so guys, you know, yeah. if you need some help with some money, you know, um, maybe in about 15 years, yeah, yes, maybe. I believe he's going to play for a very long time. This is the man to look out for. Thank you for sitting down with us, brother. Um, and it's been another episode of MedShield Movement Connect Show where we've connected more dots. The, these dots have been very quickly connected because, I mean, the pace.